Elementary music teacher friend, you love what you do, but you might feel unappreciated and, in fact, unseen some days. You may even feel like you're on a music teacher island and just want to connect with other music teachers who can relate to both your struggles and wins when it comes to teaching elementary music. I get you and understand completely the feelings you're having. That's why each and every week, the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast will provide you with solo and guest episodes that will help you realize you're not alone in your music teaching journey. Throughout each episode, my goal is for you to be able to walk away with actionable steps and ideas to help you feel like you're ready to take on the new week with whatever challenges may be thrown your way. Hi, I'm your host, Jessica Peresta, and I'm so glad you're here. Whether you're at home, in your car, in the shower, or wherever else you're listening, grab your cup of coffee or whatever other beverage is nearby and listen in to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. Wouldn't it be so nice to go back to school with the entire first month of school completely planned out? Does it sound too good to be true? Well, it's not, because guess what? On Monday, July 19th through Thursday, July 22nd, we are going to have a workshop called the Back to School Lesson Planning Workshop. This is a completely interactive workshop where we will plan out the entire first month of school together. Yes, every music teacher there will be collaborating and sharing ideas and interacting with each other together. So there's four days and each of those four days, we are going to be planning out a different week of school. So four full weeks. You will receive half of the month one Harmony lesson plan packs for free. And that comes directly from my Harmony membership site. You will get half of the first month of school's lesson plan pack to use for your students and for your planning purposes for free. We'll talk through how to use the lessons, using the resources and materials you already have, and ways to plan effectively for your students. So click on the link in the show notes or head to subscribepage.com forward slash lesson planning workshop to sign up. I am so excited for this and I cannot wait to see you there. Hey friend, I'm so excited to have you back today for another episode of the podcast, wherever you're joining me at, whatever part of the world you're in, wherever you're at, whether you're in your house, your backyard, your car, I don't care where you're joining me from, I'm so excited to have you here today. That's what I love about podcasts. I know for myself when I listen to other podcasts and boy, oh boy, do I listen to them. I love podcasts. I know that I, that's one thing I love about it because it's audio. You get to listen in wherever you are. I know most of the time it's when I'm in my car driving around is when a podcast is on. (laughs) So that is, um, I'm just excited to have you here. I love serving music educators and meeting other music educators. And I appreciate your support on this podcast more than you could ever imagine. Today's topic is called Reframing the Way You View Professional Development. This comes, this idea came from a a clubhouse room I was in the other day, and maybe you are not familiar with what Clubhouse is. Clubhouse is an app. It's an audio-only app, which is one reason, obviously, I love it because I am a podcaster, so I love anything to do with audio. I feel like 
it's easier because you can just get on and talk to people. It doesn't matter what you look like. If you put your makeup on that day, ladies, or whatever, you can just talk. So there's so many different rooms. There's education rooms. There's clubhouses, clubhouse rooms that I host. I help co-moderate different rooms. And I love just sitting in and listening sometimes to different topics going on. One room I was in the other day, we were talking about professional development opportunities for educators, not just music teachers, but just any educators. So many great ideas were brought to the surface, but one idea that I had not heard mentioned is one that I brought up and I'm going to mention in today's episode because I think it's super important that we talk about all types of professional development and we are going to do that right here today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. And I do want to say that today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter than usual because it will not take me very long to cover these topics. So I do want you, though, to join me at the back to school planning workshop that's coming up in two weeks. It's going to be amazing. You will be able to plan out your entire first month of school. And you have already heard me talk about it before this episode even started. So come to the workshop. You will not regret coming, I promise. The first thing I want to talk about when it comes to professional development is what you're most used to thinking about, hearing about, and discussing, which is the formal professional development opportunities. This can be in person or online. This is when we talk about any workshops you attend, any, you know, any summits, any webinars, any type of formal professional development opportunities. These are definitely important. Of course they are. It's not just important, but it's required to keep up your professional development hours, to keep up your teaching certificate, correct? And so this is very important. And finding professional development opportunities is what gets tricky. That's why I offer workshops. I know it's hard sometimes to find workshops, especially virtually. And I think it's important to have a mixture of both in-person and virtually. And how you find these opportunities is talk to other music teachers you know. Ask what are they participating in? Are they doing a levels course? Are they Are there any online workshops that they're attending? Is there anything in person close to where you live that they're attending? And also think about what do you need when it comes to professional development? What exactly are you needing? Maybe you don't need some stuff that other music teachers are needing because maybe you've already taken workshops about that, but you're needing something different. Maybe you've already taken workshops related to a certain content area, but I do know that even though you've already had a certain workshop, maybe when you take a different one, it's going to be presented in a different way. It'll be a different presenter, different subject matter, different slide shared, different outline that they're going to go over. So don't be afraid to take similar workshops to something you've already done. And also when you're looking for formal professional development opportunities. One thing I love to do, which may sound ridiculous, but (laughs) I love to find things that I wouldn't normally do, you know, that maybe I can't even figure out in that moment how to apply it to my teaching situation. So an example that comes to mind, and I, I believe I've shared this on the podcast before. I know I have another episode and off the top of my head, don't know the number, but about professional development. I'll never forget the workshop I did about steel drumming. Did I have steel drums in my classroom? No. 
Did I think it was a really fun workshop? Yes. Did I get credit for it? Yeah. And my principal took the credit and she kind of looked at the professional development certificate like, you did a what workshop? And she's like, all right, well, whatever. Because here's the thing, even though I knew I wasn't going to get a class set of steel drums, what I learned in that workshop, I was still able to apply to my teaching. Of course, I didn't have the instruments, but the way they taught us, just even the way the teacher taught us, I was able to apply that to my students. I was able to take back the rhythms and the music into my classroom and learn new ways of presenting that material to my kiddos. So look for some unique opportunities like that. I know that it's offered. It's just sometimes it's hard to find. And sometimes these workshops are only offered once in your area. So take advantage of it. The second way I want you to think about professional professional development, and maybe you need to reframe the way you think about professional development, is that it can come just simply from learning from the teacher down the hallway or at another school. Maybe you are stuck in a certain area or how to teach a certain topic, or you're stuck in how to connect with your kiddos, or you want to implement technology better, but you're not sure how. You will begin, maybe you don't know right away, maybe you're at a new school, a new district, but you will eventually connect with these other teachers that work near you at neighboring schools. Or even if it's not a neighboring school, you maybe will meet them at an in-person workshop. And it maybe doesn't even come from you asking questions. Sometimes it comes from you just listening to other people's conversations. I know that kind of sounds like a stalker, but I love to do that kind of eavesdrop and be like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. I'm going to jot that down. Maybe it comes from, it is a presenter talking about something. But maybe it's not even the teacher down the hallway or teacher down the street, but maybe it's teachers online. Goodness gracious. I wish social media was what it was, what it is now when I started out teaching. I started teaching in 2004. And I'm telling you right now, there was not anything compared to what it is now on the interwebs. All right. It was a little exhausting trying to find support online. There was not Facebook was just new. I'm aging myself here, but it was newish. It was not what it is now. Instagram wasn't even around yet, I don't think. And if it was, I didn't know about it. So take advantage of connecting with others online. My gosh, your professional learning network can definitely be so strong just by finding your people online. You will figure out, you already know where you like to hang out. Are you more comfortable on Instagram? Are you more comfortable on Facebook? If you're on Facebook, do you like to hang out in groups? Or do you like to just kind of scroll casually down your feed sometimes? Are you on Twitter? Do you participate in Twitter chats? Or are you there just sometimes to search hashtags? Where else, you know, there's LinkedIn. There's, I know, uh, Pinterest, actually. Well, it's more of a search engine, but it is social media. Wherever you like to hang out, maybe it is Clubhouse. I know I mentioned that earlier. It's a great way to connect with other music teachers. So, figure out where you like to hang out. It doesn't just have to be one place. It can be several places. Where do you like to hang out? And then you will get so many ideas just by not just seeing other people's posts, but it comes from the the connecting with other teachers. That's where you will find growth. Like I said, in person, when you ask questions, you will also be able to hear what people are saying. Online though, also ask questions and offer support and you will see that you're gonna start growing, getting new ideas just by connecting with others and from seeing what other people post. Maybe you're 
for example, in a Facebook group and you don't feel comfortable asking questions, maybe you're like, I'm just one of those that I would just rather like kind of scroll a little bit or pop in here or there. Take advantage of that search bar. The search bar is my best friend. If I have a question about something, I'm in several different groups, not just for music education, but a lot of different things. And I sometimes just, if I have a question, I'll just go to the search bar and boom, all these different posts and questions and topics come up from teachers who have already asked that same question. And you'll get your, your question answered a lot by doing that as well. How is that professional development? Because you're growing as a professional. You're not going to earn professional development credits that way. But that's why I named this episode Reframing the Way You View Professional Development. Because yes, it is about earning those PD hours. That is important. It's important to grow and to take different opportunities like that. But what's also equally as important is learning from others you meet online and in person informally as well. And forming relationships. That's what's going to help you grow a lot. Now, this is what I was talking about. Something I mentioned on Clubhouse is the next thing I'm going to mention is taking breaks and doing nothing. And you're like, how the heck am I getting professional development from literally sitting? (laughs) So let me expand on my answer. I love to, when I brought this up in the Clubhouse room, there was crickets. They're like, what is she talking about? What I mean is when I think for myself, everything I just mentioned, I have done and I do. It is very important. But what is also important is those times I take for mental space and to take a mental break is when clarity happens. Maybe it is a decision I have been really struggling with. Maybe it is something where I'm, you know, when it comes to planning, maybe you're stuck with how to move forward. And sometimes just giving yourself that quiet space to pray, to think, to meditate, or just to sit in silence is when a lot of times your mental clarity and your mental breakthroughs will happen. It doesn't always happen that way. But I know for me, when I give myself quiet space, we've talked about self-care on this podcast a million times. So of course, that's help. That's important is what I'm trying to say. It's important to take care of yourself. But when I'm ta- what I'm talking about today is when I say take a break, I mean, don't have the TV on, don't listen to podcasts, even though you're listening to this one right now, maybe you need to pause it and do what I'm saying. <laughs> And just sit in quiet sometimes. It doesn't have to be long, but give yourself, if you're struggling with something or planning or thinking about this coming school year, sit in quiet. I know a lot of my best thinking time definitely comes in the shower, definitely comes in the car. Sometimes I'm listening to podcasts and sometimes I'm sitting in silence and all of a sudden clarity about it, something I have been thinking about, praying about, wondering about, stressing out about, well, all of a sudden clarity will come to me. So that's what I want to mention. That's professional development because you are professionally developing yourself both personally and professionally when you allow yourself the mental space to think. A lot of times we are go, go, go. We are connecting with others. We're planning. We're, we're going to all these workshops and we're, that's all important. But so is mental space. Are you giving yourself also the mental space to think through what you're learning at professional development? Mental space to think through what you're learning from some of the teachers you're connecting with online. Give yourself that open space. Maybe it is about opening your calendar and finding some days where you don't have anything going on this summer. And you say, all right, not the whole day. You don't need eight hours to sit in a chair and stare at the wall. (laughs) You're finding, you're saying, okay, for this 30 minutes, I'm blocking it off. I'm going to take time to really dig through these materials and resources and lessons I have learned about. And I'm going to give myself the mental space to sit and think quietly. 
that's important. So it's not always just about the PD certificates in the hours. That is important. I am not invalidating that at all. But it's also about listening to podcasts, watching Facebook Lives, going into clubhouse rooms, going to Instagram Lives, asking questions of others online and in person, and having ongoing conversations. That is how you reframe the way you view professional development. So as you keep going this summer, as you are continuing before school starts, I want you to really, really find that quiet time and that mental space you need to really think through and plan and give yourself clarity around some things you have been thinking about, especially after the craziest last school year you've ever had. So with that said, I want you to have an incredible week. Enjoy your summer, lay in the sun, go to a pool, whatever you enjoy doing. And I will see you for a new episode next week. Bye friends. Well, hey there. Thank you so much for listening into the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. There is an exclusive Facebook group just for listeners of this podcast and any elementary music teacher called the Elementary Music Teacher Community Facebook Group. Come on over and join us there where we have conversations around the podcast episodes and encourage each other each and every week. And also head to my website, thedomesticmusician.com. I have some free resources there that you can download to help you gain traction in your classroom today as well as the blog and the membership site and all kinds of other goodies to help you keep going in your music teaching journey. I cannot wait to keep connecting with you and encouraging you and spurring you on in your journey of teaching elementary music. Hang in there, have an amazing week, and I will see you soon.